Hey guys, how you guys doing out there, my killing culture people? Welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, Killing Culture, with your favorite host in the land. Say it with me, Sarah with a what? Sarah with a H. Oh my gosh, how are you guys doing? How are you guys doing? I hope everybody is doing well out there. I hope we are all being safe in this uh, pandemic that is going on. I hope we are all quarantined. If we have to go out, I hope we are being safe while we're out. If we have to work, I pray that we are all being safe while we work. Please remember, please remember, keep your mask on, keep your hands washed six feet between everybody. And when you get home, just clean yourself off and don't forget to check temperatures so with that being said let's get into today's episode so my sister friend she sent me this um picture on facebook um well it wasn't really a picture it was um like one of those, uh, a post that she saw and she sent it to me on Facebook and she was like, Hey, I think this would be a good idea for your podcast. And when I read it, I was like, you know what? That would be pretty dope. So what it says is children that are abandoned by one parent are usually abandoned by that entire side of the family, but we don't talk about that. Well, guess what you guys, we gonna talk about it today on Killing Culture because one thing about this podcast, the main thing about this podcast is we are going to talk about what's not being talked about. Especially when it comes to the black and brown community, we are going to let all these myths and demons go. And I am going to help you with that. And how am I gonna help you with that? By helping you create your own lane and do what? Live in it. So let's get started. <clears throat> Excuse me. Children that are abandoned by one parent are usually abandoned by the entire by the entire side of the family. And you know what guys, speaking firsthand, I can really say that that is true. Now, my parent didn't abandon me. My parents just so happened to die. So I was born in 1991 and my dad passed away in 1997. I believe I was like five or six at the time. So I wouldn't say that my father abandoned me only because he died. Like we can't control that. That's God's doing, you know, can't really be upset when God want his children to come back home. What I can say is when he was here on earth, the short time that I did have with him, he was a very good father. I remember him taking care of me, talking to me, being there for me, and always being around me and protecting me as a father should. Now, what I can talk about pertaining to this message that we are on today is being abandoned by the family. So... When my dad passed away, that's all I can remember is my dad passed away. When he passed away, you might as well say his family passed away. Um, I don't remember any phone calls. I don't remember any messages. Uh, nobody ever came to a graduation. 
nobody even bothered to even, I guess, care to know where I was even at. It seems like when he died, they died to me and I died to them. That's just how I feel and can't nobody take away my feeling like I'm 29 years old. You can't rewrite your wrongs. You know what I'm saying? And I can remember, you know, sometimes growing up like, dang, I wonder what they're doing. I wonder why nobody calls me. I wonder why nobody ever came and got me. After my daddy died, like, did I do something to them? Did they not love me? Um, do they not like me? Do they feel like they're not obligated to care for me because my dad passed away? Did they not want me? And with my dad passing was just an excuse not to deal with me? Like, I felt those feelings growing up. And I can always remember that when my dad was alive, you know, his family, you know, they were around me. They laughed and they hugged me. And then when he died, it was just like, poof, be gone. Um, I think maybe about 10, 9, maybe 11 years ago, when I first got on Facebook, I was like maybe the last group of people to ever get on Facebook. And I joined Facebook and... um. I remember sending a message to my cousin because I found her on Facebook and I sent her a message and I told her who I was. And, you know, in that message, I was very excited, like, oh, my gosh, I found them. They are alive. They do exist. They were still in the same place, <laughs> needless to say. But I remember sending that message and I was just so happy, like, hi, I'm here. How are you? You know, tell your mom to call me this, that, and the third. And, you know, we talked through those messages or whatever. And, you know, I got in contact with some of my other family. Now, mind you, my father died in 1997. And I think I sent this message on Facebook to my cousin, like, somewhere between 2010 and 2012. Yeah, you do the math that long, right? So I sent her this message and I was just so happy, so excited, you know, just filled with joy that I found my family. I found a piece of, a piece of me. And y'all know, even to this day, I feel like nothing changes. Like, okay, they invite me to a few things. They're finally saying happy birthday when Facebook says it's my birthday. Um... You know, they might comment on stuff here and there when I post statuses or, you know, leave a picture or something on social media. But, you know, I still feel like at 29 years old, like that love is still not there. Like, I feel like because there is social media right now, you know that I can see you in a way or I can see you somehow that now it's like, okay. We don't have to, like, fully acknowledge her, but we know we can just tell her happy birthday and Merry Christmas once a year. You know, just because we're on social media and we don't want to seem like we are mistreating her or we don't want to seem like we've never not loved her. But before 2012, I always wondered, like, did I do something to y'all? What did I do to y'all? Y'all could have called me. Y'all could have called my mama, like, 
clearly y'all still was in the same town that you were born and raised in, the same town that my daddy died in, but you were waiting for me to reach out and a child should never have to reach out. No matter the age, the child is still the child. My thoughts. And if you think different from me, guess what? You're entitled to have that. But you know, I say all of that to say this. If you are in a relationship and say that the person that you are in a relationship with happens to be the mother or the father of your child or children. If you feel like even though that parent is in the home, but they're still not spending time with the child the way you think they should, you need to pull them to the side and you need to talk about it. You do not need to keep it to yourself. You do not need to vent to your friends. You do not need to vent to your mama. You need to talk to that parent. And it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be harsh. It doesn't have to be hostile. All you got to say is, hey, this is how I feel. This is what it looks like in my eyes. And then you let that person respond. Talk. Communicate. Do not argue. Do not fuss. Because the way we're going to get things done, the way we're going to break these generational curses is by one person talking, the other person listening, then the other person talking, and then the next person responds. Yelling and attitude is not going to do nothing but feed more steak to the giant. And that's not what we want. Now, if you're not living with the person you had a child with, you know, you got a baby daddy or you got a baby mama. Okay, then the same rules still apply. Send a message, make a phone call, meet up someplace. Hey, you're not in the house. I need you to step up and just be there. It doesn't have to involve money. I just need you to spend time. Because if y'all have not looked around lately, we don't know when the end times are coming. We don't know when our day is marked. We just don't know and having kids feeling abandoned in this age in this generation on my watch is a no we are not going to do that we are stopping the generational curse of raising abandoned felt kids we made these kids it is our job to take care of these kids if you talk to the other parent and they don't want to step up, okay, that's fine. You don't feed that dragon no more. You go on and you do what you got to do. And when that child becomes of, becomes of age, because nobody did this with me, you talk to that child about what happened. Hey, I decided to have a talk with your dad. I decided to have a talk with your mom. This is what happened. This is what was said. This was the outcome. And then you let that child make the decision. But what we're not gonna do is we're not gonna we're not gonna have any more abandoned kids out here. We're not gonna have these kids feeling lonely out here. We're not gonna have these kids feeling like nobody loves them. We're not gonna have these kids thinking, oh my mom or my daddy didn't love me. So I'm gonna get the love from the streets. I'm gonna get the love from sex. I'm gonna get the love from drugs. I'm gonna get the love by oh if he beats up on me, that means he loves me. We're not doing that. Okay? And to my grandparents out there. If you know you have a child out there 
and they're doing wrong by their children, then it's your job to do your part. Yes, they may not be your kids, but they are your grandkids. You still have a part in their life as a grandparent to do what is right, to stand up for what is right, and to know when to stand up for what is wrong. You do not take the side of your child, okay? Because your child could be telling you one end of the story, and it could be a lie. You don't need to know what the story is. All you need to know is that's your grandchild, and you take care of your grandchild. There is no reason for the whole family to fall off the face of the earth because the person who made the child doesn't want to take care of the child. What does that say about you as a person? Exactly. We don't want these kids feeling alone no more. We don't want to be broken adults, but we doggone sure don't want no more broken kids out here. So let's get ourselves together. If one person wants to abandon, guess what? The next person steps up. If that person wants to abandon, okay, the next person stands up. And we keep going and we keep going and we keep going until we find that one person who says, you know what, this is enough. I will stand up and I will do my part as a parent, a grandparent, a uncle, a cousin, a niece, a nephew, a auntie, or whatever. You do your part. You do what you are entitled to do in that child's life. And let's break the curse of kids feeling and being abandoned. We can do better than that. We are better than that. It is 2020. Our mindsets are better. God is before us. We place all our cares on him. Let's get it. Let's do it. From this day forward, abandonment issues, abandonment kids, feeling lonely. I'm not going to do this because this person is not doing this for the child. These kids didn't ask to be here. We made them. We had them. It is our job to do it. Like the old saying goes, it takes a village to, to raise a child. So, whether the village be the mama side or the daddy side or both sides, we come together and we keep standing up and we pick up the slack for what one person um, dropped off. And we don't complain and we don't talk about, oh, so-and-so didn't do this, so-and-so didn't do that. We don't care. If so-and-so didn't do it, I'm going to pick it up and do it. If so-and-so didn't do that, if so-and-so didn't take you there, well, you know what? I'm here to do it. If I can do it, you can do it. If I can overcome feeling abandoned by my dad's family, is it wanting to help the next child not feel like that? Then I'm asking you guys to help me. No more abandonment kids. We're going to talk about this. We have talked about this. Let's get it. You guys. Be safe, be positive, put your boxing gloves on, step into the ring, and let's kill this culture on abandonment issues. See you later.